Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Pillows and Beer. Thanks for being here with us. This is episode 25, quarter of a century, birthday for Pillows and Beer. We're pumped. Uh, I know 100 episodes is a massive goal, and anyone's idea in 25 for us was huge because getting Austin and I to do anything together requires so much jumping through, but we've had a blast doing it. I think we've really, uh, I think we've talked like hit on some important topics, talked about a lot. You guys have gotten to know us way better than you've ever known us before. And uh, we continue um, to be excited to share our personalities with you and our, uh, whatever knowledge we think we have. So Austin's here, what's up Austin? We're back at our houses. And uh, how's your new house going? I finally got to see it. Craig, finally got to see my house this weekend, but I do, I do want to touch on episode 25. Huge for us, yes. Um, sometimes we're together, sometimes we're not, but the fact that we come together to film, sorry, to record a podcast is what's important. So episode 25, we are going to have a blast. We're going to tell you about some things we've been thinking about. It's funny, Craig, that, that you said it was like, you know, we've shared some knowledge and it's like, we've shared some insightful knowledge and definitely some non-insightful knowledge. Well, depending on, on how you look at it, I suppose. Oh yeah. No, we um, have fun with it. And, uh, and, uh, and yes, yeah, so episode 25, here we go. How fun. Yes. Craig, you finally came to my house. It was something that I actually meant to touch on last episode. I was like, Craig, when are you gonna come and check out my house? What did you think of my spot? Uh, I love the house. I don't think I ever went upstairs, but that's because downstairs was big enough to not have to go downstairs. But I like how open it is. Um, there's definitely some benefits to buying like a newer home like that because you won't have to put any work into it, which is great. Um, but yeah, right. I like how set up, I mean, it's, you know, you've got a fun little spare bedroom downstairs or office with a bathroom yeah. in a living room. It looks, it looks good. So, and you got Thank to you. a bunch of our buddies. <coughs> and, uh, and that was the first time that I've kind of hosted people. I had three people in town and it was so, so fun. Um, finally I was able to utilize the three bedroom aspect of it. But yes, yeah, just like you said, Craig, I mean the downstairs, it's these 10 foot ceilings. I'm a giant of a human, I feel like sometimes, right? And everything in this house is like geared towards a taller person and it's all open. So it's obviously when we come back here and we like to hang out and 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 shoot the breeze and and play chess and checkers as we do. It's fun. It's fun to have this this open space. So I'm glad that you finally got to see it because Thursday night or was it Friday night? when when you and Shep and a couple of the guys had, had finally rolled into town and it was God, it was a fun weekend to say the least. Yes it was. I um <clears throat> I've been off the grid because my cell phone wasn't working. It said SIM card not found and I was like, did I get drunk and give someone my SIM card? I was like, that just seems like one of the more random things that I would have ever done in my life. That seems like a diabolical issue to have. Imagine giving your SIM card to another person, Craig. That means they have access to everything that's on your cell phone. No, I would. It's your cellular data, but yeah, it's still not great. But oh, is it not the SIM card? I thought a yeah. SIM card was what everything for, was on. For Verizon, it's just access to the network. <clears throat> oh, oh. But so I like. <laughs> 
So I Googled it and it said, open up your tray and replace, like just take it out and put it back in. And I'm, I was in our old podcast room and I opened the tray and then spazzed out and flung it across the room and it went behind my shelves. So Did you actually find it? No, I went to Verizon today and they were really nice and just gave me one. But it was nice because I just got home and I turned on the news and caught up with the Olympics that way, which for the first time ever, I feel a little disconnected from them because I have the Olympic channel on my like Apple TVs around the house. And then I have my cable on NBC, <laughs> but, but obviously the time difference is affecting everything. Like I woke up today, Craig, at, at eight or whatever. And, and I walked downstairs and I turned it on. I caught the last inning of softball, the, the uh, gold medal game versus Tokyo. And then after that, everything was a replay. It was replay, replay, replay. And so the time difference is tough. It's definitely tough. Well, it's that and the social media aspect of everything is so I've we've both lived during times where the Olympics were, you know, across the world, but yeah. social media wasn't there. And so watching the replays was just as fun as watching it live because we didn't know any better. Yeah, but that's true. Now, like I already knew everything about Simone Bowles today. I already knew about like the softball game. I already knew about Simone like, Biles. Yeah, Biles. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I just like you know, opening up Instagram, you're going to see everything. So sure. I'm trying to balance it a little bit, but that softball game, I just saw the replay and that was a very bizarre ending where the the girl ricocheted the ball off the third baseman's wrist and then the shortstop turned it into a double play against him. Um, yeah, I, th- that that to me was you know, disappointing all, all just because our softball team was playing so well. I'm pretty sure that the states invented softball, no? So it's um, it, it's it was like it was a letdown, right? And then I remembered, I was like, oh well, you know, we won silver. I mean, no one wants to finish second. You always want to be first. But I was like, okay, you know, we got a medal, and so that led me to look at the medal count. Have you looked at the medal count yet, Craig? Because I normally am like all on that, and I looked at it for the first time. Have you looked at it yet? Well, just because as I walked in my house, it was on the local news. Oh, it was okay. And I was like, all right, well, that's cool because we're on top for total medals right now, and we're we're almost at the top for gold. Right, and gold medals is do, do you know who at at this moment, which is going to change tomorrow and by the time that this comes out, but do you know who's uh, on top now? It was either Russia or China, I think. Or I Japan, the host country, is on top with ten golds. U.S. has nine, and as does China. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean it's it's been like it's funny because the radio today said, would you rather be in the winter Olympics or the summer? And I instantly said like summer in my head, but then they started to like explain that. Oh, um, that's a good question. Um, I think. This okay. Is pretty- so, so if you could be an Olympic athlete, Craig, what would you compete in summer or, or winter? Uh, so I don't know if it was winter. I would. I mean, just because I talked to like our good buddy Mason that cuts our hair, Mason Aguirre, this week in the pool. I just wanted to know all about like snowboarding in the Olympics, and you know, he said it was awesome and rad. I would definitely. I think I would have to go with summer Olympics and winter X Games, but summer Olympics just because they're the Olympics. I don't know what I would play. I know. I feel like if I was in the Olympics. I would want I I would want to swim in the summer 
right? Like, like in the relay, in in like you know the four four by one hundred relay. That sounds awesome. Well, I would right? Because I love team sports, right? And 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 that's as much as swimming can be a solo sport, being like a team sport, right? So if it was like me swimming to you, and then you jump in and go tagging our other boy, and then tagging our other boy, and we win gold. I mean, imagine the like the level of hype to winning that. Like, let's go, just bottles of champagne on bottles of champagne, and having the best time. And I think that'd be rad. Um, so swimming in the summer and the winter, curling can be cool too. Yeah, cr- curling, right? Because. Swimming takes like maximum effort and it's so, so tiring. And I don't know if I told you, but there's an Olympic sized pool that's next to my new house that a lot of people go to. And, and, and I've been going there a bunch to swim and now curling, no offense to any of my curling buddies out there, but curling takes minimal effort. But, um, really what's that? Someone on the radio said like it was a little more leisurely and I was like, that's a good way to put it. Like yeah. it's still like, yeah. Still an athlete, still. It takes skill. It takes skill, certainly, and 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 it takes. um, I I'm not putting down curling, Matt Hamilton. I love you, buddy. Um, Curling people in the friends family through through Austin and Luke. And Uh, yeah, that's true. Um, But I feel like curling would be a leisurely one, and if you could win gold there too, then hell, you got a gold medal, buddy. That um, the 17 year old winning winning was pretty awesome. Again, Wait, winning what? Winning what? So the seventeen-year-old won like the breast or butterfly stroke from Alaska. And there's only one oh, right. pool in Alaska. No, I think that she was the very first gold medal winner ever in or from Alaska. Is that true, or did I make that up? Possibly. So that was cool because no one expected you know her to win, which is the beauty of the Olympics, right? That like all Definitely. of the, I watched tennis live last night. And, and Osaka was, lost. Yeah, yeah. There was yep. some big upsets. Um, they were getting um, Jakari, and the, Jakari's match was pretty awesome. And <clears throat> yeah, so I just trying to been able to catch. I'm trying to think of the weird ones I've gotten to see so far. Um, it's just not as many as I would have wanted to. You know, that's oh, true. I, the shootings was cool. I watched the shooting and the archery. We won the shooting, which made me laugh because <laughs> politics aside, I was just like. Of course, America won the the shooting events. What like, was the shooting? Was it like a sharp shooting, or or, or was it? I was watching skeet shooting, <laughs> which, was, which was cool. So our girl and our guy won that. Um, and then um, archery was uh, Korea or Thailand or something. But see, it, it it does not surprise me at all that you have your finger on the pulse for all the weird games like archery and shooting and and you know, the games that. That, that probably aren't the biggest drawers uh, of viewership, let's say. It Mix. surprises me not. I would say the co-ed mix, like mixed co-ed ping pong, like table tennis is what I'm looking forward to. Oh, that's sick. I, I want to watch that. Yeah. So it's just, it's hard to find this stuff on. I no, thought de- there'd be like a whole, a whole software for it. But um, yeah, I don't know. Olympics are great. I, uh, I, I feel I just feel like they're not I don't know what it is maybe it's just the time and COVID and stuff I just feel it doesn't feel the same to me but I'm trying to be you know in it no no, no it doesn't feel the same to me like normally I feel like when I'm switching through channels and doing this and that everything that I pull up there's like an Olympic 
metal count, right? And like I haven't seen the metal count unless I searched for it. It's normally like every station that I go to, they're like, here's a quick update on the metal count. And um, even when I've been watching ESPN or this, it like they haven't been as much as I thought. Now, Craig, I have to ask you. I think it's because they don't own it, and it's and I hate to say that, but I mean it's 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 sports. It's a sports network, and they're not, and they haven't said shit, and like yeah, they haven't. The fucking school, like I just yeah, I I wish then that yeah the spirit was a little higher. Maybe it would not increase, but like it's just. How long does it go for? Is it like August three 8th. weeks, a month? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, oh my gosh, only only like two more weeks. Okay. So, <clears throat> I have to ask then, Craig. I just I just have to ask because it's such a hot topic. And you said that you read it when you woke up today. What are your thoughts and feelings about Simone Biles exiting out of the team floor exercise and then the U.S. Women's Team floor winning silver? Uh, because, well, I mean, I saw the day before, um, I watched the clip of her, like talking to her teammate when she was like walking off in the vault and you're like lip reading it. And she was like, my legs don't fucking work anymore. Like she was like clearly in pain and was like, I can't fucking do this anymore. Or like whatever she said, lip reading. So I wasn't too surprised. I mean, I was surprised, but I knew that she had been, she had been like struggling a little bit. Um, yeah, I, I don't think that it was injury, right? Because when you further inspected it, it, it kind of came that she was just like, my heart wasn't in it. I don't know. I have to look into it then. But that's, yeah, yeah I mean, I think there's just, I like I said, things just feel a little off. And so maybe that'll change a little bit. Maybe it is the time change, but like, you know, I haven't seen anyone wearing like USA gear or anything out. Like it's almost as if a lot of people don't know what's going on. Yeah, and 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 and, I mean the world is is off its axis if the U.S. men's basketball team has has dropped its opening has dropped its opening game and lost all of its exhibition games. It's like what is going on? What a lot of our players didn't go. Yeah, well, people like LeBron didn't go, and 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 sure, sure, like Steph Curry didn't go, and 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 some bigger names definitely. But we have plenty of firepower. It's interesting to me. And I'm not like a massive basketball fan, but I know all the names and, and, and I know everyone that didn't, didn't go. I mean, hell, once NBA Finals ended, three players in the finals, like, you know, Devin Booker and Drew Holiday and uh, I forgot the third one, you know, they all showed up. They all showed up. So I'm like, all right, there's more firepower. And then we lose to France in the opener, which I know that France is nothing to sneeze at, but it's, it, it's just interesting. It's just interesting things that we normally win were not. Let's just put it that way. But we're <clears throat> at least the metal counts up, and um, metal count is up. And hey, let we'll us see, end with that. We'll see where we stand next. <laughs> yeah, <week>. totally, <clears throat> totally. Olympics are rad, and we're both on board. Totally, and uh, go U.S. Go eat a what? I said, I said we're on board. And go USA. Oh, go USA! I thought you said go eat a biscuit. I was like, what? Um. All right. So, um, what were you telling me earlier? about Aaron Andrews because I was confused. Okay. Okay. So Aaron Andrews has a podcast. I don't remember what the name uh, the the podcast is Calm Down by Aaron Andrews and Carissa Thompson. And they literally did a whole segment, Craig, on second brain. No way. Yes. And then they had like a shrink on there to explain it. And I'm sitting there like 
Um, I like like I looked it up even. I was like, does Aaron Andrews or this Curtis Thompson do they follow us? Right? Because I was like, this is suspicious. Because because as we got corrected, it's not really called second brain. It's called I don't even remember anymore. But that's what you had dubbed it as. And then you know, as happens, I I, I just like adopted it too. I was like, okay, it's called second brain now. You know, for you know forever and forevermore. And they did a segment on it because <sighs> my buddy definitely just like I got it from one of my best friends. Oh, Faisalfeld that you met in Chicago because. One day, I finally just told him, I was like, dude, I'm nervous I'm going to jump off this fucking building. And he was like, oh, that's called second brain. And I was like, launch yourself. (laughs) Yeah, launch. So if they use the word second brain, then yeah, we're going to have to hit them up and be like, uh, so did you give us any credit at all? Because we definitely use that word. Right. Aaron Andrews, Chris Thompson, let it be known you are on notice. This has not gone unnoticed. So now you're on the list. Like, I uh, I mean. I also want to hear what they found out about it. So I was like, come on and tell us about it. Fill us in because people are always fascinated when we bring up second brain and like, you know, every, so every, every couple of days, uh, especially when I'm very clear headed, which I guess it's good when I'm not, that it doesn't happen when I'm not clear headed, but when I'm very clear headed is when like, I'm very observant of my surroundings. And I'm just like, it happens to me more often. Um, anyway, I, I bet, uh, a closing thought of this, and, and of course you can you can rebuttal. But I bet my bottom dollar that they mentioned a couple of their second brain things. I didn't hear the whole segment, but the beauty of social media sometimes, well, the downfall and the beauty is that people love to tattletale on other people, right? Love to tattletale. They're like, oh my gosh, did you see what your ex posted? Did you see this? Did you see that? But in this instance, it was about our podcast. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is juicy. This is great. And I bet my bottom dollar and people listening confirm, please, that they said a couple of our top things that we think about, right? You say launch yourself off. And we both said, you know, veer your car into the other lane of traffic. That's a big thing that they didn't say um, was trip a baby or kick a baby. (laughs) As I said, I bet they didn't say that, but I bet that they confirmed and agreed with this. Maybe if we ask things, maybe if we ask them if they've ever wanted to punt a baby. (laughs) Um, Or like if someone hands me their baby in line, what if I just toss it back to them? Like, right, right, right. What if I'm just like, and dropped? Sorry. Well, and we'll take a quick break in a second, but um, (laughs) the tail thing is great example today. Paris Hilton, someone says she's pregnant. Every fucking site in the world writes about it because they want to be like on board. I'm like, did anyone ask her? Did anyone reach out to her and just be like, hey, by the way, are you pregnant? Or did everyone just take someone's word for it? And there's no like, there's no accountability anymore. Right, right. It's like Paris Hilton drank um, club soda with a lime wedge at lunch. She's pregnant and the whole world just explodes with pregnancy rumors. I mean, I have no idea because I'm going to be totally honest with you, Craig, that kind of thing just doesn't, you know, it does not like pique my interest, but I certainly heard about it. Right. You know, I, I mean, I'm human. I don't, well, I don't live under a rock. You know, we've both had this thing. Yeah. It just, it happens now. And I'm just like, could someone just ask me next time before you write about, I don't know, just like, uh, please, please. Well, with that said, guys, this is Pillars and Beer, episode 25. Thanks, as always, for being with us. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. 
Since you're listening to this show, I think it's safe to say you love listening to podcasts, right? I hope so. Well, you'll find a ton of binge-worthy podcasts, including ours on Amazon Music. Amazon Music has more than 10 million free podcast episodes to listen to, but Amazon Music isn't just for listening to podcasts. They have thousands of music stations and top playlists to stream for free. And no matter what you're listening to, you can go hands-free with Alexa, which I love to use in the shower. And if you're like me and you want your music on demand and ad-free, you have to try Amazon Music Unlimited. That gives you unlimited access to over 75 million songs, as well as podcasts, music videos, and more. With Amazon Music Unlimited, you can listen to any song anywhere, offline with unlimited skips. It's always awesome to have music with Alexa. Whether it's chilling around my house, showering, working out, or working in my workshop, and I want to listen to music, I just have to say, Alexa, play blank. And then I just sit back, continue what I'm already doing, and relax, hands-free. If you've never tried Amazon Music Unlimited, now's a great time. For a limited time, new customers can try Amazon Music Unlimited free for 30 days. No credit card required. Just go to Amazon.com slash pillows and beer. That's Amazon, A-M-A-Z-O-N dot com slash pillows and beer to try Amazon Music Unlimited free for 30 days. Amazon.com slash pillows and beer. Renews automatically, cancel anytime, offer ends, pillows and beer, terms apply. When the weather gets warmer, the last thing I want to do is be all sweaty in my kitchen cooking over a flaming hot stove. No, thank you. But also, I don't exactly want to order takeout for every meal, which is a terrible habit that I got stuck in before I found Daily Harvest and I'm obsessed with now. Daily Harvest delivers delicious harvest bowls, flatbreads, smoothies, and more, all built on organic fruits and vegetables right to your door. It takes literally minutes to prepare, and I love knowing that the food I'm eating is actually good for me. Daily Harvest never uses preservatives, added sugar, or artificial anything. I don't know if a lot of you guys know this, but I am obsessed with ice cream, and now with Daily Harvest Scoops, I'm able to eat ice cream almost every night again. I mean, my favorites like mango and papaya smoothie, the artichoke and lemon harvest bowl, which I sub in for my dinners instead of ordering takeout. Stay cool, calm, and collected during the summer heat, listeners and family. Join us in our happy, healthy, and obsessed eating of Daily Harvest. Go to dailyharvest.com and enter code PILLOWSANDBEER to get $25 off your first box. That's code PILLOWSANDBEER. For $25 off your first box at dailyharvest.com, dailyharvest.com. Hey, thanks again to our sponsors. As always, welcome back to episode 25 Pillars and Beer. I'm here with Austin Kroll, my trusty co-host, our buddy Nick Norris, our trusty producer, and myself. Austin's at his house. Nick's at his house. I am at my house. Austin has a trip tomorrow. I'm leaving for Vegas this weekend for the first time, and... Nick, we are not apprised of your plans, but Nick, I'm going sailing. Nice yeah. on a date. Nick, no, I'm just going with family. My uncle owns a 50 footer off the coast of Beaufort, North Carolina. It's going to go for the weekend. That's oh, Beaufort, North Carolina. Yeah. yeah, Beaufort, Beaufort. I was about to say it's pronounced 
Beaufort, you swine. No, North Carolina. You're from North Carolina. You swine. I know. I know. You're swine. <laughs> You're swine. Okay. Uh, I will take that. Uh, pronunciation on my part in my own home state. Well, what's your uh, what's your favorite memory of the podcast so far? When did we, what, Nick? Will you get us the date on the first one that we put out? Because Austin and I have true. started true. this two years ago, or like in the beginning of quarantine, base, or maybe was it before quarantine or after Austin when we did our first one that no one ever heard? It was before. It was before quarantine, and we recorded one. I honestly think because Nick, I know that you've heard it. I think that the public deserves to hear it. Um, because we were, it, it, I mean, it's, it's right on par with everything that we've done, but we were just, I mean, it was like an Instagram live where you and I were just like cracking up at the dumbest stuff. I, I mean, it's gold. I, I just think that it has to be heard. I think it has to be heard. I will uh, get working on it. And January 27th was, that the, was uh, yeah, that was, holy shit. Wait, that was six months ago today. Yeah. Oh. Oh, how about that? No way. Six months? Five months. No, six months. You're right. Yeah, six months. Six months ago today. Okay, that, that makes sense. Right? Good for the perfect, you know, 25th oh, episode. Not I bad. mean, six, well, six times four is, is, is 24. So, uh, yeah. Austin's doing that. We've missed <laughs> a week or two, but that's pretty damn good. I've got a lot of great memories from it. But I Tell think, me. I mean, I I love anytime we have a guest, you know, like those are the best. And when we're in the same room together, it's better for me. Um, I think we feed off each other's chemistry. But my favorite, if I had to pick one, is probably when we recorded from our hotel rooms in Vermont, when we were quarantined <laughs> for uh, Winter House, just because... I mean, we had nothing. Our only rule was like stay inside your room, and we would walk through the snow to get alcohol since the hotel bar was shut down from the gas station, and we would just get drunk in our hotel room. And we interviewed Spencer for the first time. Spencer, I mean, we we got nice and and loose, right? And 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 Craig and I laughed about this all the time. I mean, we laughed about it so much when we were there. We were like, oh, really? So you're gonna have Craig and I in quarantine together in adjoining rooms and just think that that is kind of smart. Okay. Like, like, like they almost should have put us in different like hotels, Craig, so that we couldn't just do what we did for nine days prior to entering a party house. Yeah. Well, that was fun. I mean, that I like. So fun. I like I had I have some favorite guests, but I you know I'll, I'll I'll I enjoyed all of them. Um, but I really love when we hear, you know, I wasn't gonna say this or I shouldn't say this. I love what comes after that because I feel like you know the further you know we go with this, the more comfortable people are with us. And I love um, having those heart to hearts with people and then sharing it with everyone. So that's at least my like easy yeah. answer, but my real answer too. Uh, you know, is a combined answer. So what about you? Yeah. Um, I, so some of my favorite, most fondest memories, <clears throat> loving all the guests that, that we had on and can take away nothing from that because we have, I mean, let's just think about it. You know, we've had some phenomenal guests, right? We've had Kristen and Keegan and Jack and Scotty and um, et cetera and, and you know, Paulina 
And uh, I'm sure that you can think of a whole bunch of others that that I'm just kind of missing out on. But when we were at your spot and you got the kegerator, I'll I'll never forget the first episode that we had the kegerator with Tropop on. And I came over and I was like, hey, Craig, do you have any, um, you know, rosé? And you were like, your keg is on right there. And I was like, I forgot. And that episode, I probably drank like, you know, six beers of like a 6% beer. And we were just, and, and I was just laughing. I was like a giddy little schoolboy. And I would guess that that episode was probably what, like, I don't know per se, but like, if I had to guess like 12 or something like that, maybe earlier, it probably didn't take that long to get that. But that was, that was one of the most fun to me. And then when we were in our hotel room in New York City and when we did the second brain episode cracked me up because we literally could have just kept on talking for another hour about the sick and sadistic thoughts that go through our head. Um, Wait, were we second brain. Why were we in New York? Oh, because of our, we were there. Yeah. After we were there on the tail end of winter house. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's going to, yeah. Both. Yeah, great. great. Um, and then, I mean, they're, but they're evolving because now like I really liked, you know, doing it in the store with you in the front table and waving to everyone across from the store, you know? So I, I, I love doing that too. And I, you know, we'll just continue like, you know, evolving ourselves and pressing on. And oh wait. Oh my gosh. You guys and now we're not in, back. Yes. And now we're forgetting Outback. I was about to say, we went to Outback Steakhouse to film a podcast, Craig. That was great. That was only like our fourth episode too. I know it was because one of our very first was like such a banger talking about Outback. And then we go to Outback and they take care of us. And, and as you guys know, as you should know, we ordered everything on the menu. That's where it all started. God, good things. That was six months, dude. We've been in there for six months. This is great, dude. We deserve bottles of champagne. I might open one. Um, okay, now with every favorite thing comes a least favorite to- thing, Craig. Now, yeah. now, a least favorite thing, in my opinion, you know, can be like, you know, conflicting schedules or, or us, you know, not, not being able to figure out the audio sometimes. Sorry, guys. Uh, it, it could be everyone else's least favorite thing. <laughs> okay. Maybe we skip over, you know, least favorite thing. Um, yeah. I would say how, what I think we could do better is that we even, we just started, but you know, Nick makes these like you know, tries to prepare us and like refresh our memory on what's going on. And Austin and I, for a while, it worked just riffing with each other, but now we're getting a little more structured and professional, I think, with it. Um, That's true. That's true. Because, because just like you said, we can come into this sometimes and we'll start talking about like, hey, Craig, well, like, you know, what are you drinking right now? And then all of a sudden we go off on a 20 minute tangent on what you and I are drinking and how that reminds us of this and that. And then Nick's like, but what about the outline that I wrote? <laughs> Greg and I are like, sorry, sorry. We, we just started going off on whatever. But uh, Nick, we appreciate you, buddy. And and uh, sticking to more structure is good. And like, it's where we want to move is structure. And one thing to look forward to. At structured least- chaos. Yeah, structured chaos. Exactly. It's moving forward. Certainly want to put videos of us because Instagram lives, everyone loves to not only to hear us, but, but to see us and, and see us kind of interacting. So moving forward, it's just like, I just want to keep on laughing. I just want to keep on hanging out and getting drunk 
or drinking, let's just say that, drinking with my, you know, my best bud and just riffing. And that's what I want to do. That's what I want to do. And then you add some video to it. Jeez. Jeez. It'll be great. All right. Well, <clears throat> that's a good rundown for our episode 25, I guess. It's a little little bit of an anniversary and who knows where we'll be with episode 50. Hopefully we get there. Well, wait, Craig, why don't, why don't, why don't you read them? Sorry to interrupt you, but, but you know, why don't you like, you know, we get, we get all these great, great emails. And this is one of the things that I think is one of the most favorite for both of us, right? Is that we get all these great emails and, 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 and we don't get to read them all, but one stands out in particular. And I think that Craig should read it. Oh, you just sent this over to me. Oh yeah. I haven't seen this yet. So I guess I will be reading with you guys uh, for the first time. All right. This is an email we got from a listener. Email is theboys at pillowsandbeer.com. I am not sure who gets these emails, but I just wanted to thank Craig and Austin for an amazing podcast that always makes me laugh. My husband and I love Southern Charm and actually went to Charleston for our honeymoon in 2017 because of the show. We had the best time and always have planned to go back. In early June, I was diagnosed with breast cancer, just two days after my 32nd birthday and four days before my daughter's second birthday. My sister purchased a Sewing Down South pillow for my daughter's birthday, and I took an adorable photo of her with it that was later reposted on Sewing Down South's story. When I saw Craig had viewed it, I was so excited. It was the highlight of my day after having spent the entire day at the hospital having tests and scans done. My husband reached out to Craig to thank him for making my day, and Craig was kind enough to make a sweet little video to share with me. I was truly blown away that he would take the time to do that for a complete stranger, and it really meant so much to us and was such a fun surprise during a very challenging time. I am so grateful, and it really shows what a great person he is. Beginning July 7th, I will be under for five months of chemo slash 12 months of infusions, double mastectomy at the end of the year, radiation, and hormone therapy. I plan on listening to the podcast to make me laugh and get me through tough days, also excited to watch Winter House and Southern Charm when it's back on. We're looking ahead to the finish line and taking our daughter to Charleston to celebrate when I'm cancer free. Thanks again for the entertaining shows, amazing products, and being so kind to your fans. Wishing you both all the best and continued success. Sincerely, a valued listener and uh, a new friend. Oh, that's, I mean, that's amazing. I mean, that's what we do it for. And um, what a great email. You know, that was a good one. What a great yeah. email. But yeah, I mean, that would keep us going. I mean, we owe it. you know, you read things like that and we get great emails and I know that we read them and, and sometimes not, not, you know, but, but when Nick kind of sends us one like this, I'm like, ah, oh, geez. So Craig, dude, that's awesome. That's awesome that, that you sent them uh, a video and you know, you reposted their story. Love it. Love it. Well, it's funny because I, I remember this message and it started with me viewing her story. So I like, it's a little like, I don't know if it's considered creeping, if it's on stories you're tagged in, but like we get that one category of notifications where it's like stories you're tagged in and I always go through them. And I always wonder if they can see that I viewed it or not. So that's funny. And that's kind of how it started. Um, and then, you know, I was home and that's when I'm, you know, one of my happy places. I was home in Delaware and, um, I went through and did a couple of them and yeah, but Hey, it's, it's great motivation to keep this going. And, um, you know, I know sometimes we do things to upset you and sometimes we're not perfect, but we are humans. And I think we do a, 
a good job at trying to uh, return the smiles to y'all. So um, with that amazing uh, thing, maybe we can get some get our uh, get our heartstrings back in check for that. We're gonna take another quick break for our sponsors, and we can't wait to share with you what we have next. Be right back. There's nothing more personal than your health. So when it comes to finding the right nutrition supplements to meet your fitness goal, you need a personalized approach. Thankfully now, there's Gainful, the personalized nutrition system that's formulated for your body and goals. Gainful gives you peace of mind that your protein, hydration, and pre-workout supplements contain the finest ingredients specifically for you. I have purchased both the protein and the pre-workout supplements from Gainful, and I couldn't love them more. My pre-workout supplements put me in the right mind frame and the right mindset to work out. When I'm going to meet the boys at the gym, Austin and Shep or whoever, sometimes it's hard for me to get pumped up. But when I use my pre-workout and I take it appropriately, I, I don't know, my mindset's reset and I'm ready to do work at the gym. And then after I do all that work, instead of letting it go to waste and eating some crappy food, I take Gainful's protein and know that I'm giving my body the fuel it needs to work out the next day and to get the gains I deserve. To get $20 off your personalized supplements, go to gainful.com slash pillows and beer. That's gainful, G-A-I-N-F-U-L dot com slash pillows and beer for $20 off. Gainful, personalized nutrition made for your tastes. All right, everyone, and welcome back to episode 25 of Pillows and Beer. I believe they call it the, what's 25, the quarter centennial? Is that a thing? Is that what they call it? Sounds right to me. Okay. The quarter centennial episode of Pillows and Beer. Who would have thought? Honestly, who would have thought? I'll I'll never forget Craig during quarantine when we were doing this all the time. And, uh, you know, we were basically roommates, of course, and... He was like, we're going to get a podcast. Like, we're going to do a podcast out of this. And here we are. Here we are, episode 25. We thank and love all of you. Now, we are going to move into kind of a quintessential section that I believe I is so Austin and Craig, right? It's so Austin and Craig. I feel like something that we wrote down here. I kind of want to jump into Disney and and... I do want to jump into this, Craig, because I have recently become obsessed with with a movie, and I want to get your thoughts on it before I do. We'll jump into some other things, but like this movie that I've been watching is like is like doing it for me. So Disney is kind of our bread and butter. I mean, that's definitely. just fundamental pillows and beer is talking about Disney, and we haven't in a while. So, so you know, this is like our favorite, you know, rom coms. Okay, but Disney, and and if you're sitting out there being like, oh, Disney, so 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 foo-foo then i don't i don't know i don't know how i feel about that i don't think you would have made it to like episode 25 with us felt like that that's true that's that is very true okay because i know that we love to dog on our buddy shep but i got a dog on him here like for instance shep has never seen toy story okay like what is wrong with you yeah you know what i mean like that's something that 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 is just like bizarre to me, right? And Taylor thinks so too. So obviously Craig and I are not that way. We've basically seen them all. And I will say that you favor Toy Story way over me. That's like one of your favorites. And I never watched it past like the second one, I don't 
I think that Toy Story franchise is a essentially flawless movie. I think it, I don't know why back in the day I didn't like it, but I wasn't into cartoons, but I like, and I love Disney. I just, my brother used to watch a lot of Nickelodeon cartoons and I don't know, that's a, that's a conversation for another day. Why doesn't Craig love Toy Story? Well, maybe it's not. Maybe this is the perfect time for, for this conversation because name me three other movies at the top of your head, Craig, and not saying that Rotten Tomatoes is the end all be all you know, critic-wise, but name three other movies that you can think of that have received a perfect 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Go. And it doesn't have to be Disney. It can be anything. That I I probably don't like the movies that they rated perfect. I like, you know, the movies that they hate. But, yeah, I just, I don't know. Uh, maybe I have to go back and watch Toy Story. I'll go back and watch Toy Story. What's your favorite Toy Story? There four ooh, ooh, okay, okay. Uh, Toy Story 3. Okay, well, Toy Story 1 is the one that's started it all okay what's your favorite you movie, Craig? yeah frozen I know what you're gonna guess. I, knew, I knew yeah i know that's what you're gonna guess but that's not my favorite okay um second aladdin yeah aladdin's ah, i knew it you were gonna say aladdin dude i don't know but i just feel like aladdin is um okay fine aladdin's craig you know street rat Riff Raff, I don't really buy that. And then he just turns into a prince. And you're the Pillow Prince. Aladdin, Pillow Prince. Holy shit. Wow. This might be one of my favorite segments, Austin segments ever, of like putting (laughs) things together. I've never told you that, but I guess, but you know, Frozen's like the obvious answer. But yeah, Aladdin's my favorite. It's my favorite Disney song. And Jasmine's my favorite princess. And Aladdin's. My favorite. Well, I won't say Aladdin's my favorite character. I would say maybe. I don't know. I've never even thought about associating him, but I guess like I've always wanted to be him. But I'd say my favorite Disney character. Like if I could see anyone pop up on a commercial right now as a Disney character, and I would just start laughing is Olaf. Oh my gosh, Olaf, uh, played by what's his name? I can see his face right now. Yeah, I can. Josh Gad. Yeah. I'm literally okay. Now, if if I were to rank my Disney princesses, and this isn't like this is just me. This is personal preference, okay? Of course. I I oh my gosh, this is amazing, Craig. I just found top ten princesses based on their likability, okay? Based on their likability, right? And and it's all like you know subjective, of course. Uh, I can say that mine mine was gonna be. Either Belle from Beauty and the Beast, you know, Ariel or Pocahontas. Yeah, I like Ariel and Pocahontas a lot. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Princess Jasmine, I'll have you know, is four. Anna's on there, but not the main girl from uh, Frozen. Okay. Mulan, I like Mulan too. I don't know who Marita is. Okay. I put, okay, this website and, and honestly, who's to say? But Rapunzel is one. Okay. Entangled, and great. That's a sleeper movie, though. And like sleeper, I love Tangle now because of the little lizard guy. Little lizard's great. Okay, that is a whole other conversation. You can't have a good Disney movie without having like a little pet partner in crime. You know, Mulan was Mushu. Obviously, Abu was Aladdin's. I mean, yeah. you have the little lizard in Rapunzel, which I don't even know his name. It's uh, what is it? Pascal. He's a great. <laughs> Great um, 
GIF for like your phone? Like I think it's a GIF. GIF or GIF. Um, I will say that yeah, it's a cute. That he has some cute gifts on. Uh, on the phone. Well, yeah. Wait, it's not just print. Okay, obviously for Aladdin, it's Abu. That's who we would all say. But the tiger is what the, the Raj. Okay, the tiger's Raj. No. Uh, Moana, she has that dopey little chicken, and I've seen it. I actually think it's great. She has this like dummy little chicken, which is kind of weird to me. Uh, Marita and Brave. Remember her? She's actually fire. Love that red hair. And the, the crab in... Well, sorry. What's the brave one? Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't know. the girl. And Bastion's in... Which, yeah, Little Mermaid. No, no, no. It, it's Flounder. Is like her BFF. But okay. Sebastian is the, is, is the Bastion to the king. Ooh. Do they do it that way? I wonder. Interesting. But Sebastian, yeah, serves her father, which is... I'm assuming it's Poseidon, but I don't know if they ever call him that. And she has flounder, right? Her fat little flounder. Trident is her father. Oh, Trident, of course. King That's Trident, because he has a Trident. Like, Peter Pan is considered a Disney movie, and, like, I I think that goes back to, like, I don't know what category that would be, but, like, I just don't, I'm not considering that when I'm thinking about this stuff. That's, like, the OG. That's, like, Cinderella, Snow White, Peter like, Pan. My least favorite movie ever is the stupid one with Mickey Mouse and the Mops because it scared the shit Fantasia. out. Fantasia. Oh yeah, well I don't count those as like Disney <laughs> That's movies. What I'm saying, but like, but like, what would you say your new age least favorite Disney movie is? Because then we we'll the age. most recent one, the Rhea and the Last Dragon. I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it, and that yeah, says something, doesn't it? That says something in itself. But can I tell you what my new favorite one is? And I know that it's Pixar, but it's still on Disney Plus. So Pixar's owned by Disney I is. Luca. Luca is my end all be all. Okay, number two, because it's a Toy Story 3 was. It'll be number two. Luca is so unbelievably good. It is about friendship. I cry in the end. It's the soundtrack is like second to none. Uh they don't have, interestingly enough, they don't have a little friend. Right, like you know, Mushu and a Boo and and et cetera, et cetera. We thought there was one. There was like a third character. I fell like I I I put it on to go to sleep. It wasn't like I didn't fall asleep in the movie because of the movie. I just like I put it on as background noise, and so I need to go back and watch it. Oh my gosh! And Pocahontas has that adorable little trash panda, the you know raccoon. Yep. I don't I don't know his name. But, I mean, he was, he stole the show from me. He stole the show from me. I actually saw it the other day. Uh, I was with a girl, and she was like, this is my favorite, you know, Disney movie. And I was like, okay, okay, great, great. You know, sometimes you just got to put on a movie that makes you happy. And as you know, of course, Craig, you're, you're like the king of it. But, you know, I am too. I, I, I want to know the ending and, and be made to be happy. And Snow White, Craig. Would you say that all the forced animals are her sidekicks or the dwarves are her sidekicks? No, I mean, like, well, there's two different levels because the thing about Frozen, you have Olaf and then you have Sven that doesn't talk. So you have a talking sidekick sometimes and then you have a non-talking sidekick. I would say the birds and shit that take care of her and, like, dress her are, like, the Pascal-level friends. Um, And then the dwarves are, like, the... Uh, the uh, like Olaf's, but I'm pretty sure, yeah, Snow White just got canceled because the boy kissed her in her sleep. And I was like, well, 
I'm not going to give any fuel to this. I know I'm bringing it up here, but so just everyone listening, I am aware of that, but like that's the bane of my existence, shit like that. Interesting, Craig. How many boys kissed Snow White in her sleep before Prince Charming or whoever came along? Whoa, talk about a think piece. Yeah, never thought about that. I smell senior thesis for someone in college like... Well, hypothetically, if she was asleep for 12 years, then that means that 60 wayward travelers go through the woods and kiss her on the mouth. Wow. Snow White, think, all of so a sudden. So, what are your opinions on all her live remakes? Okay. I, mean, I, I love Mulan. Them. Mulan didn't have Mushu. Next. Or Cricket. Thank you. Terrible. Next. There was no singing. I watched Disney movies for the singing. There was no singing in Mulan. Thank you. Next, Mulan. If Mushu, played by Eddie Murphy, ain't in it, Sorry, Aladdin, Why? not played by Robin Williams. Well, I mean, that was tough too. Yeah, I saw that in the IPIC theater in New York. And um, I mean, I, I love, I, yeah, I, I still loved it, which is great because they didn't mess up a whole new world. Um, I mean, Will Smith is fantastic. But Aladdin, uh, I, did, I, I did not like him. The character Aladdin, miss me with him. But they still had a boo, which was great. But yeah, I know, Mulan, but was a boo a boo? Uh, yeah, it was a monkey. <laughs> I mean, is it the same? Is 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 it the same as the? Yeah, but they still version? did it. Yeah, I mean, he's he's honoring. I mean, he's still honoring. Okay, okay, that's true. That's true. Okay. But well, like, there's no Mushu, so fuck Mulan that. Mulan was terrible. Terrible. Uh, terrible. I will say that, like, I had a like a soft spot for. Um, uh, fuck. What, what's Harry Under the Sea? What is that movie? Flounder. Called? No, Mark. Like, what is the movie called? What Little Mermaid. mermaid. Yeah, I had a soft spot for like that. She's movie. little and she's a mermaid. But I had to no, just the movie. But I had to like fast forward through Ursula's. I think Ursula is the scariest Disney like villain. I what love about Tarzan's like nemesis Ursula. who ends up hanging himself. I love Ursula. Ursula is the sea witch that I feel like I've met a lot of girls, kind of like, sorry to bring in Harry Potter to this, all of you that are like, oh my God. But girls like get off on telling me that, you know, they're Slytherins. So I'm like, okay, so you think that you're like a mean girl. It's the same thing with Ursula. I've met many girls that get off on telling me, they're like, I identify most with Ursula. Like she loves black and she's kind of mean as shit. And she likes to like, you know, drink. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you identify with Ursula. So people like identify with like the witches or, or the villains of these movies. And it makes me. Well, what's your least favorite new age Disney movie then, Austin? I mean, not the remake. I'm saying I like. don't. Uh, oh, okay. Okay. When we were new kids. No, like not Anastasia, not the fucking ones like when we were babies, but like. Yeah. What about like, um. Okay, okay. There are a few that I'm like, Lion no. King? Lion King? No, love it, love it. Yeah, I mean... Because when he finally meets back up with Nala, it's like, it gives me chills, and I'm like, oh, damn. They about to make a whole bunch of lion cubs. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, okay, Timon this is like Pumbaa. childhood. Timon and Pumbaa were great. Timon and Pumbaa, absolute highlight. You can't discount. No, 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 that, that doesn't play. Um, man... Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. When y'all said Robin Hood. No, no, no. That's one of my favorites. Robin Hood and Little John running through the forest, laughing back and forth. What the other one's got I to say. say. I would say that's the generation before the one I'm asking about. Okay, okay. Um, 
my my movie knowledge of like my brain for useless knowledge is so stupid for useless movie knowledge is like why can't i like know the pythagorean theorem but no i can (laughs) sing the song from robin hood and it's kind of embarrassing but like which movie would you not watch as a kid like if my mom put on like beauty and the beast i was gonna walk out the room like yeah I was one of those, like, I'll watch the kind of beginning. Bonjour, bonjour. There goes the baker with his bread like always. I liked that. But then once you got to the castle, I was like, okay, done. Done. Next. And then, like, Bambi's mom being killed, I was like. Oh, yeah, no, Bambi, Bambi. Hate it. Hate it. Won't watch it. Can't do it. I can't. Because because when you watch Lion King, right, his father dying, Mufasa is so, so tough. It's so tough. And you're like, oh my God, I don't wanna watch this. But then he meets Timon and Pumbaa, which brings the spirit of the movie back up. When you watch Bambi, dude, her mom, his mom dies, and you're like, what the shit? Yeah, I love Disney, like, um, Disney conspiracies. And Nick, write this down for, please, for like one of our, our future episodes is to explore like when i was in law school i would just like a penis in the cloud kind of thing well no the ones where they're all like interconnected it's like a giant universe like the parents in frozen died on their shipwreck going to like a wedding of another movie like and it's all tracks like it's the shipwreck in little mermaid right yes the ship in little mermaid is frozen like crazy What Tarzan's connected to it? Yeah, it's there's like a whole like. Why is why is Prince Eric? Why is Prince Eric on that thing though? No, like on the ship, like they swam to shore and then they had Tarzan, and Tarzan's the brother of like the Frozen girls. Oh my god! Crazy because he got shipwrecked in the jungle. No, like I'll I'll put it together, and it'll make more sense on like a, a a future episode. Craig, uh, I I want like full conspiracy theory Craig mode. Like I want a blackboard or or like a whiteboard. Conspiracy the theory size, episode. The size of like the wall, and you're uh, like, and you're like, stay with me. This goes here. This goes here. But this okay. also goes here. I want that from you. That'd be amazing. I, I, I do that because there's and then Walt's connected because there's always a parent that dies and it all links to like his dad and all this crazy shit. So. I can do that. Let's end this Disney section on. Okay. okay. Oh my God. Because you said I really like, that was good. You kind of relate to the boy and what's your new favorite movie? Luca. Okay. And I had Aladdin and then Disney songs, favorite. And I like, I've got to gone through a bunch of those. We've kind of gone through them. Like colors of the wind. Great. I mean, uh, what about like you know friend friend like me in Aladdin? You ain't never had a friend like me. Whoa. I mean, Home World's my favorite, and then I'd have to go to like, do you want to build a snowman? Those are my top okay. two. Okay. What are your top two? I mean, um, okay. What what's his name from Toy Story who sings all the songs? Randy Randy. Uh, you got a friend in me. I, I just can't. It's just like so, so good to me. Wait, that's and, uh, an song. No, Friend in Me is Toy Story. Oh. You've got a friend in me. Oh, 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 oh. Um, I mean, and then, and then I'm going to go just kind of, I was going to go Ariel. Mulan's good too. That's why I was so bummed it wasn't in the movie. Okay, like the okay. One, but- I actually can sing that song all the time. Okay, there's Colors of the Wind. 
there's um okay but what's in Mulong song I, I, reflection I like, I like a man or whatever oh like, no oh there's that but then there's like uh like the reflection song as well oh yeah that's really good too um all right well no 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 oh, no no i'll i'll make a man out of you because i'll make a man out of you to defeat huh, the huns yeah love man out of you that's yeah, Mushu was great. Yeah, Mulan, whoever. God, what a dumb thing. Well, let's just forget. We'll never talk about that on here. <laughs> side, side note for the people that love A Whole New World and Aladdin, go look up the version on YouTube of Jessica Simpson and Nick Lachey singing A Whole New World, and it will be a, a total, like, mind fuck of, like, taking you back to the 90s and being like. Really? Oh, it's gr- a great rendition. Okay. And um, the quality is awful because it's, you know, it was never recorded. Oh, oh. That's it. Let's get down to business to defeat huh, the Huns. Yeah, that's one of my favorite Disney songs. Just saying. No. Okay. All right, guys. Well, that's our wrap up of Disney for now. But I feel like we have a lot more to discuss in that. Craig, uh, Craig, I'm gonna call you later, and we're just gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk about this because yeah. now I'm interested in this. In this conspiracy theory. Oh well, let's do the special episode. We'll do the the Disney. Okay. Conspiracy. Um, so we're going to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors, and we'll be right back with Pills and Beer. Guys, I will tell you, and Austin knows this, that it takes me a long time to post. And for a while, you know, promoting my business, sewing down south, or even promoting myself as kind of an influencer, I guess, and, you know, a reality TV personality really hindered because I couldn't make decisions on social media and I just didn't feel like the quality was worth posting. Even though I was a good, I had some graphic design experience as a kid. I was kind of a, you know, a self-proclaimed nerd. I loved you know, other programs out there for editing photos. But guys, when I found Canva Pro, all of that changed. My designs now with the content I already had, or like the, basically I was able to take the content from my phone and the pictures that I had and turn it into professional looking content it's next level and now i'm excited to post instead of stressing about posting all right craig yeah i i mean i couldn't i couldn't agree with you more sometimes it's like a daunting task to post uh when when you don't feel up up to par um with your skills so canva pro is the easy to use design platform that has everything you need to design like a pro whether you're a professional designer or just getting started. Canva Pro can help boost you and your team's productivity and creativity. It's a quick, easy, and affordable way to design whatever you need. No matter what you're creating and or sharing, Canva Pro has everything you need in one place, including a collection of over 75 million premium photos, videos, audio, and graphics. Plus, Canva Pro comes with time-saving tools that simplify and speed up the creative process. You get all this and more in just one Canva Pro subscription. Austin, one of my favorite features of Canva is the magic resize. It transforms my designs and photos into any size that I need instantly. And so when Amanda and Jerry at Sewing Down South are all over me about posting for a new product that we have to launch, half the time the pictures don't fit into Instagram or other apps because they're not sized right. And I use Canva for that. 
Design like a pro with Canva Pro. Right now, you can get a free 45-day extended trial when you use our promo code. Just go to canva.com slash pillows and beer to get your free 45-day extended trial. That's canva, C-A-N-V-A dot me, M-E slash pillows and beer. Canva.me slash pillows and beer. Whether it's golf or working out, or gardening, or working in my workshop, or sewing, which is how Sewing Down South got started. These are the hobbies that allow me to maximize my fun in life and my mental health. And right now, I've been doing a lot of cooking. I love to cook, but that's taking my time from Sewing Down South. And without ShipStation, I wouldn't be able to cook as much as I am these days. So my passions are very important to me, and ShipStation is basically my best friend now. No matter how you sell, whether it's Shopify, which is ours, Etsy, or your own website, ShipStation funnels all of your orders into one simple interface that you can manage from anywhere, even on your cell phone. So whether I'm outside or if I'm in my garage or doing the weird stuff that you guys know that I do, or random, I should say random, I can still work sewing down south for my cell phone efficiently and profitably. If you join me and start using ShipStation, you'll even get access to amazing discounts with major carriers, including UPS, FedEx, and USPS. With ShipStation, small businesses can now access the same rates usually reserved for Fortune 500 companies without the contracts or commitments. And I'm telling you guys, ShipStation is a major factor in the success that we've had today. Ship more in less time for a lot less money. Just use our offer code, Pillows and Beer to get a 60-day free trial. That's two months free of no-hassle, stress-free shipping. Just go to ShipStation.com, click on the microphone at the top of the page, and type in Pillows and Beer. That's ShipStation.com, enter offer code Pillows and Beer. Make ship happen. All right, everybody, welcome back to episode 25 of Pillows and Beer. Bow, bow, bow. Episode 25, listener questions. I'm going to read oh, number so one. Worse than the one that you just did. I just say we leave all of this in. It's really Okay, fun. that's fine. Leave it all in. God damn it. Um, okay, number one. This is pretty surface, pretty easy. Maybe not pretty easy, but Craig, what is your biggest fear? I'm going to take this from being very surface to like, mind fucking you and i think you've heard my answer before but i feel like is it clowns no um yes that's one of my biggest like but my biggest okay it says fear so i'll say plural my biggest fear in life is having an unhealthy child okay um that's my like under the surface answer but second cut that is gonna be clowns yeah that's that's it. You you do know a lot about me, but yeah, biggest fear we have an unhealthy child. Second is clowns. I don't I don't like clowns. I don't know why. I mean, God, yeah, whatever. I'm terrified. Can I tell you what my biggest fear is? Is yeah. that sorry to cut you off. I mean, because I, I mean, you know, clowns. Yeah, but I am absolutely. Sometimes I get paralyzed in fear when I think about death. I get absolutely paralyzed for like five minutes and then I like have to get myself out of the hole. I'm like, stop it. What are you doing? And then I immediately just, you know, begin to get happy again. But it's like, it's like a death eater is sucking the soul out of me. And I'm like, oh my God, death and death for me just crushes me. I think when you said that, 
being imprisoned, like falsely imprisoned, is yeah. that. That's the hole that I go down, and I'm like, stop. Just walk outside, and why are you thinking about that? Stop. Right, right. And, and like, I wake up sometimes, like, I have these dreams that are very, very real, too. I'm glad that you said that. I have these dreams that are very, very real <clears throat> where I am like, oh my God, I'm about to be sentenced to go to prison for a long, long time. Like, oh my God. And then, and then, like, I wake up and it takes me like a minute or two to realize like, oh my God, you are in bed. You are not going to prison. Holy hell. So yeah, that's a big old fear of mine too. All right. Send yours to us and we'll talk about them on the next week's episode. See, I'm lucky, knock on wood, that I can pull myself out of my dreams really well. But um, can you do that or no? Well, well, after I've been, because I feel like, I don't know about you, Craig, but, but I can like, you know, manipulate my dreams as I'm doing them. I mean, I mean, not always, but I can, like I can manipulate it and keep on going. And I'm like, wait, but you're kind of awake, but you're not, how are you doing this? And then it might take me like a minute or so to figure out that I'm not dreaming. And then I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. This has gone on far too long. You are dreaming. Stop it. It's called lucid dreaming and whatever. Let Nick put that on a list too, because I have some some interesting stuff about that. So put lucid dreaming on one of our uh, our weird episodes. All right. Second listener question. Love your podcast so much. Thank you. We love you guys too. I pre-ordered Pillow Talk from Barnes & Noble. Will your books through them be signed? Thank you so much for that. I'm going to do my best for that. There are going to be – there is going to be plenty of – we're going to figure that out. And I want to give you a better answer, but I don't – like I would rather be a more personal answer to you. But yes, like – when I'm in the store, I already sign, you know, the pillows and stuff that people buy. I would love to sign everyone's books, but that'll be in the future. But thank you for ordering. It's amazing. That's okay. You know what? That's an okay answer, Craig. Like you, you don't fully know yet at the moment. Like you're still yeah, trying to finish your book. You're still trying to figure out exactly how this is all going down. I can imagine. So I've never uh, done. That's an honest response. This I'll read this one because it applies to Austin. Yeah. Okay. Question number three, espresso martini, is it a girly drink? Okay, this, in my opinion, does not just go to espresso martini, right? So to answer that question, no, espresso martini is not a girly drink. It's a fantastic dessert drink. Sometimes it's not even a dessert drink. It's just a great drink in general. Now, this can go with like, with like, I mean, I don't even know what you call it. Anything you put put blue curacao in like a blue motorcycle like a mai tai this do you think that those drinks are girly do you think that you know ordering like a blue curacao-ish drink with like an umbrella in it craig is girly well i think it only applies to people insecure enough to about what a girly drink is because my, i i love frozen drinks i love anything that tastes good i love i don't yeah. myself with what's girly or not and i actually think Girls, when you like, when they look around and everyone's trying to be tough with their drinks, and you have a, a, a fucking pina colada with a cherry on top, and they're like, "I want to hurt that guy." Sure, it's like, what? Am I supposed to be sitting there with like a single cube of like, you know, fifteen-year Macallan? No, fuck off. I will drink, like, put a full banana in my pina colada, yeah, <laughs> or whatever, and I literally do not care. Dirty banana is my favorite. My favorite frozen drink is a dirty banana. It's a chocolate 
frozen banana drink. I plan on drinking plenty of them in Vegas this weekend. If you see me out there, I will probably have a frozen drink in my hand. Um, That's amazing. Guys, if you see Craig in Vegas, buy him a frozen drink or a drink that you deem girly and give it to him. And I just want to see pictures that are that he's tagged in. Craig will read. I'm announcing it now. Craig will retag that in his story. And I want to see them because it will make me laugh. And drinks I can have in front of me. <laughs> if you see a melted one, I messed up. They all have to be drank while they're still frozen. I will tell you though, if you're worried about that shit, just get it on the rocks. I mean, that's what I do with drinks because I don't like holding a martini glass because I spill it everywhere. So I get martinis on the rocks. Um, so if you're scared of ordering a girly drink, get it on the rocks. Don't be scared of ordering a girly drink. But espresso martini is not girly. Definitely not. No. Same in, uh, in, in Charleston, Austin. What's, what's my favorite espresso? Um, I think that uh, vintage and I think that vintage and halls do a great one. Okay, all right. Yeah. Um, all right, you can take one. Okay, <clears throat> here's a question. I have fallen for a friend. How do I tell them without ruining the friendship, or is it better to have loved and lost than never loved at all? Well, there's no easy answer to that, unfortunately, and it's certainly worth- not. You just have to live through. Mine, it happened to me on AIM Instant Messenger when I was trying to ask someone to prom, um, when I got friend zoned for the first time, and it changed the course of my life. But for the better, but I had to go through it. Look, I I don't like wondering what if. Um, I would I would regret wondering what if way more than doing something and suffering the consequences without it. So for me... Look, you're, yeah, you're in a situation that most of us have all been in and it's just like, you ask him out, I guess. Like, well, Austin, you, you might be a little better at curving it, curving the friendship, but I'm going to say that it's definitely not here. I wish I would have said it earlier in my situation because I would have saved myself two years of putting off like who I liked in my life, you know, building that fantasy of being with this person because you got to get it out of the way. You can't live wondering what else. No. There's, not, there's not a worse pain than like her being out or him being out with the, un, a jerk off dude and then telling you about it. And you're like, God, I could treat you so much better. I think, I think that, um, <clears throat> I think to answer the end of the question easily is that it is so much better to have loved and lost than never loved at all. I agree with that. I am a helpless no, I am a hopeless, not helpless romantic. I am very much into loving. Now, I think that this hasn't really plagued me much because I, despite what you've seen on television or anything like that, I have always, like, I have no problem on on night, on like, I have no problem just putting it out there. And I, if it's not there, then it's not there. I don't know what to say. No, but this isn't someone that you just met. This is a friend. Not like say this. Say I don't. I don't. Or, I'm trying to think of like someone. Like if you fell for like someone that you've known for a year that like I introduced you to, and like you know, like they came to visit, and you were like, okay, okay, okay. Is this fair to say? Is this fair to say? And and you can of course, as is vintage Craig and Austin. You're like I disagree completely. But I. No, I can't say that because people listen. Are you gonna say that you knew from the beginning, the first day you became friends? Yes. Like I'm not, I'm not like putting you in in the category of like a friend 
if like I'm attracted to you. That's fair, but it be, it's because we have different lives. Like you and I grew up, like we just, somehow our personal lives were just different where yeah. I was like a later bloomer. And so I was or, friends with a lot of girls. Like, yeah. Now, I mean, yeah. I certainly was too, but like, but, but I, yeah. I would put the moves on them like eventually. Right. And I was, and as Austin knows, um, you know, like, like Craig, been. Craig tells me so many times, he's like, like, I, if I hear Craig say to me one more time, well, she's like a sister to me. I'm like, you have 37 sisters, Craig. Like, I'm sick of her being a sister to you. Yeah, but like a lot of that. Yeah. A lot, I just, I also don't make like, like. I get it. Dude, you don't have to explain. I just recently started making like the first move. Anyway. All right. But you have to answer the question. How do you tell them without ruining the friendship? So Austin, say, let's just use this because I don't know. I can't think of another girl right now that was like visiting, but say like. Paige was down here and mm -hmm. Paige and I were just friends and you had been friends with her for like six months now and you filmed with her all mm -hmm. of a sudden, which I know it sounds silly now because you're like, well, I would have known that right away. No, no, but this is great. This is great. Keep going. All of a sudden you want to tell her that like you want to be more than friends. What would you do? I would have, of course, a one-on-one -on -one convo, right? You know, we'd go somewhere. Um, I would be, I mean, it's just me. I, I would have to be a drinker three in, right? Of like, you know, rosé or something. And I would have to, right? To kind of lubricate, and like to lubricate my, my senses. And I would just have to have this open talk. Like, hey, um, yeah, that's what I would do. I would have to. And I'd say, hey, I, uh, I, <clears throat> oh. This is great. This is great. Okay. Yeah. You got to say, something. I would say, hey. I'd be like, Hey Paige, we've been friends and it's been great. And I think that you're wonderful in so many ways. I, I think that I've developed more than just friendship for you. And I'm sorry to spring this on you. I'm sure it's not ideal for you, but I'm, I'm not sure what else to say or do because I can't be around you anymore without like, you know, feeling something. Ooh, That's, shit. I like that. Someone should save that because look, at the end of the day, they either see you that way too and they've just been waiting for you to That's talk. right. That's right, Craig. That is right. Older in life, I'm laughing because like I've done this now and people have been like, shut up and kiss me. And when I was younger in life, it wasn't like that. But now it has been. Um, See, and like what you just said in my response to that is kind of exactly what I'm trying to convey is that, is that they might be like, like, but, but you got to get it out there. I mean, you just do, yeah. you just do. Otherwise you're going to watch a girl that you may or may not have feelings for or, or who, who you clearly do because you're saying that you do just continue to, you know, gallivant around with other men and, and you're like, well, that could be me. Like you, you got to get it out there. And then if she says no, then, then you'll be crushed for a minute. And then, and then if she means something to you, then you'll be back as friends. And yeah. And it's always, it usually always works out, but um, also better to have loved than never at all. Of course. Definitely. Um, thousand percent. My question is, how do I make guy friends? I'm 29 in a large New England city, and I'm missing my large group of friends from college who all live elsewhere. Any advice would be awesome. I assume, oh yeah, a large group of my guy friends. Um, 
Any advice would be awesome. Well, here, let me let me jump off to that here and say that, you know, I have uh, I have kind of done this where I've moved to random places and and had to make new friends and not necessarily got no no actually fuck that like I've wanted to make guy friends obviously right like I want to base like my my life in these new places like in Madison or in Vail or in, or in Wisconsin or New Zealand or in Charleston for for God's sake where I want you know guy friends but you can't just walk up to like a group of guys at a bar and be like hey man my name's Austin and I'm really cool or hey I'm Sarah or or whatever your name is and you can't just like you know walk up to them and they're like okay weirdo like what what are you doing it has to be a bit organic and and you have to find through through work or or from kind of like what I found was that when I went to a couple of my local bars a couple times, right? It didn't happen the first night or the second or the third. But when you kind of keep on going there, for me at every place that I moved to is kind of how I began to meet people. Like I'd be out there. I don't know. I don't know. It's so tough. It's so tough to explain. Well, as, it's so tough to explain. As a girl, I'll tell you. Hinge. I would okay. say as a girl, as a girl to make guy friends, look. Some of them are going to try to hit on you and try to sleep with you, yes. But some are going to be cool, and you'll be able to figure it out that first night of being like, you're either into each other sexually or you're not. And then you can, I mean, if you talk about, like, guys that you're seeing or ask him about it, I don't know. I don't really have an answer for that, but um, that's kind of tough. I think it's hard to do without, yeah, that's just a good question. Um, all right. Austin, do you want to take number six? Sure. Um that was definitely the worst we've ever went, but also like go ask Giggly Squad for that. But you know, like they're gonna have a better answer for you than Yeah, I Okay. Question six. Is there something you do watch or listen to that no one would expect? Shit, man. Sometimes when I just need to like this is something that I don't think that you even know, Craig, but like when I come downstairs to like make breakfast or something or like to chill in my house or like I get on my laptop to fire out emails to you know distributors and, and accounts and whatnot. I put on Frank Sinatra. I it like I love it. It like really puts me it, it it like makes me happy, right? I put it like on volume six, Alexa volume six. Don't I didn't know that. So that's a good answer because that reminded me that I listen to covers of songs and glee covers are my favorite. So I listen to Glee covers because I used to love Glee and I will listen to violin covers. Okay. But, yeah. So I, yeah, I do that. If I'm doing work with numbers, I listen to Screamo, like Census Fail and shit. If I'm doing <laughs> not story of the year, if I don't do uh, numbers, then yeah, I listen to Glee covers. And my favorite one is Teenage Dream. Okay. Um, well, wait, how does it go? It's the Katy Perry Teenage Dream. Oh, oh, got, warblers, it, got it, got it. The Warblers sing it. Um, anyway, what's your favorite Frank Sinatra song? You know what? That's that. That's a good question because there's like I like the album, and that's it. Um, I I typically will say you know I don't want to say your name because she'll turn on, but play Frank Sinatra radio, and. Honestly, you know, there's New York, there's My Way, there's Come Fly With Me, 
there's, uh, there's, mm, I mean, I, I will put it on, but then I really like the, like, you know, remastered. I like three mastered versions of a lot of the songs. So, you know, my way and come fly with me. And, um, and then you start to deep dive, right? Because after you've been listening to someone for like, you know, 30 minutes, especially like Frank, who has like, like two and a half to three minute long songs, then you hear like, you know, 10 songs or 15 or 20 songs. And you're like, I have not heard this. So. All right. Sweet. I think that was a great run down memory lane, walk down memory lane, jog down memory lane. Um, I have now walk down memory lane, half bottle of wine and three beers. Probably. I have a half bottle of Vuv left, and when we started, I was drinking a. What was I drinking? I don't even remember. I'm like kind of drunk, so. Well, if you see me in Vegas this weekend, say hello. And uh, buy him a frozen drink, please. Yeah, it's my first time there. Buy him a comically large, like I want Craig to have like like an Eiffel Tower frozen drink around his neck. That would make me laugh my ass off. Uh-huh. And then maybe for our 50th episode, me and Austin will go record it in Vegas. Maybe that's what we do. Nick, how's that sound? I'm invited to that. I'm already calling it. So I'm coming with. All right, everyone. And that is a wrap on episode 25 of Pillows and Beer. Guys, thank you so much for listening to us, for dealing with us. We hope we've made you laugh throughout this whole entire experience. It has been so so much fun for us i hope we've let you know how much fun it is for us to do and say what we want when we want we bounce off each other craig i love you buddy if you guys see craig in las vegas this weekend please buy him a comically large frozen drink it would make my actual day to see craig have to you know accept this drink because of how nice he is and be like oh oh my god thank you as he has like three drinks already around his neck it would make me laugh greg tag everybody um guys you know pillows and beer on all of your favorite networks we have spotify apple wherever you listen to your podcasts please give us a listen tell your friends love you so much and we will see you next week What's up, Pillows and Beers listeners? I'm Reality Steve. If you're a fan of The Bachelor and all things pop culture, reality TV, you should check out my show, The Reality Steve Podcast, a daily show about The Bachelor, other reality TV shows you may be watching right now. I definitely throw in a lot of Taylor Swift talk and so much more. Search Reality Steve on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.